FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 226 of the podcast that goes snicked. It's a bonus episode we're just going to talk about kind of the things we haven't talked about yet in the first half of April 2017 for all things Wolverine. Of course, we've been very, very busy with the resurrection episodes, but you know, not everything falls into that category, so there's still some Wolverine type appearances we should cover real fast um, I'm just going to do all these kind of rapid well we'll see how rapid fire I intend to be rapid fire I usually ramble anyway <laughs> oh yeah by the way I'm your host Jason Venable and um, yeah 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 welcome welcome so first up we're going to talk about Old Man Logan number 21 Past Lives Part one of four. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Yeah, maybe. Um, written by Jeff Lemire. Art by Eric Wynn. Colors by Andre Mosa. Letters by VCs Corey Pettit. <laughs> I was waiting. Cover by Andrea Sorrentino. And this cover is pretty awesome. It's... Wolverine in his very ever first costume by Sorrentino with some kind of retro type colors. Even the color style, like where it's not quite in the lines, if you remember that from old comics. And he's kind of standing with his head bowed and his arms out in front of him with his claws extended and the claws kind of crossing an X. And it looks really, really great. And behind him, and kind of like a red, like a red almost sepia looking thing, is a bunch of old comics covers and panels involving Wolverine from the 70s. And it's just, it's a really nice collage. It's just a really great cover. Um, and that's that's the best part of the book by far. So remember, um, Old Man Logan met Magic Asshat and uh, found a way to send his soul into his body in a future past land, not really, but the, his his wasteland that he's from. But of course, Magic Asshat changed the deal and sent him to the War of 1812. Now, you know, whatever. He's there. He fights some people. He gets captured, the Canadian assassin. Now, I did think it was interesting because this is well before Weapon X, Right? And he's in his old body, but he pops his claws, and they should be bone claws. They kind of look like rebar, but they're colored like either bone or metal. Like they could be bone, right? They have the ridges like the bone claws do, and all that. But then he cuts through the prison bars, and I don't think his bone claws would cut through iron. I think if he tried to slash through iron with his bone claws, they would break. Um, so I didn't really appreciate that too much. Um, anyway, he, the, his prisoners take the amulet he has to get it back. And as he grabs it, it sucks him out of that body. And you see old ghosty old man Logan. 
flying into the spiral and he goes to Weapon X. And he's like, oh, this sucks. But, you know, I got to get out. I, you know, he just wants to give in, right, to the pain and the just kind of blackout. But he can't. And he grabs the amulet again and um, lands in the body of his first appearance when he fought the Hulk in Wendigo. And meanwhile, back in, in real life, uh, Magic Asshat is selling Old Man Logan's body to the highest bidder. He says, the soul is detached. You can sell him now and make him whatever you want him to be. You know, kind of build your own personality, Logan. And of course, we have Hydra and AIM and some other guys ready to kind of to do the bidding. Um, so the art was fine. I mean, it wasn't bad. I was kind of disappointed that Felipe Andrade did not continue in, in this story. Uh, by the way, this is going to be Jeff Lemire's last story, which makes it kind of even a little more interesting because I found it to be very boring. <laughs> which is too bad because I really enjoyed the issue before. I thought issue 20 was one of the best issues of this comic in a long time. And Denise and I both rated it very well, but this one was, just, I, I don't know, man. All the banter and kind of charm between uh, Logan and Magic Asset, of course, was completely missing because the only scene we see the Magic guy in is when he's standing over Logan's um, shell of a body trying to sell him off, and that's literally two pages, and that's it. Um, the rest is just Logan, Logan's spirit jaunting through different points of his history, and that just does not really interest me. Um, I mean, we'll see. Maybe it'll go somewhere. Right now, it just kind of feels like, hey, remember when Logan did this? Well, here's another person drawing it. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't seem to have, like, really any effect. Like, he's not, like, changing the timeline so much. Um, I don't know. It, it's odd. It kind of seems like a very lame duck story for Lemire, knowing he's on his way out, right? And, I don't know, it was just, I just found this whole book, just kind of a, a, a yawn. So, I don't know, like I said, the art was fine. Nothing wrong with the art. The story just didn't do anything for me at all. Um, and I talked to Denise, uh, she gave this two out of six claws, and I'm right there with her. I had two or three at the most. Um, I guess officially for podcast scoring, I will go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go two out of six as well. Why not? I'm I'm over this. <laughs> anyway, that's Old Man and Logan 21. Uh, I don't really care about 22 anymore. But um, I will say, and we'll talk about when we get there. The cover again looks great. So that's cool, but whatever. Um, all right, well, so also, we have a memory of Wolverine and the Uncanny Avengers number 22. As we're getting ready for this book to, I think, end. I think it ends, I think it wraps up before Secret Empire. Um, this is called Rogue One, like as in Rogue, the X-Men won the battle. Um... It's written by Gary, uh, sorry, Jerry Duggan. 
aren't by, and I only know that because I heard him on a comedy Bang Bang recently and they actually pronounced his name. <laughs> I think I've been saying Gary Dugan forever, but it's Jerry Duggan. Um, art by Pepe Larraz, colors by David Curiel, letters by VCs Clayton Cowles, and the cover is by David Marquez and Marte Garcia. And it's a pretty cool cover. We have the Uncanny Avengers standing around Rogue with a scalpel on the Red Skull's, well, well skull. <laughs> They're going to try to cut out Professor X's brain. And I like uh, flanking Rogue is Deadpool with a chainsaw. And the other Uncanny Avengers are just kind of observing, right? Um, I'm assuming that Quicksilver has the box of Junior Mints. But, um, you know, I don't know. Anyway, so this story has been about them fighting the Red Skull and they they beat him right and but then Cap comes in and so they're they're doing surgery on the Red Skull. They're gonna cut out his brain and Beast is able to do it. He gets the brain out and one of the ways they beat his power is that Rogue had found one of Magneto's side blocking helmets and wore it. And so they get the brain the telepathic part of Xavier's brain, they put it in a little black box, and Captain America comes and demands it, says it's a weapon of mass destruction, and S.H.I.E.L.D. needs it. And of course, we know this is, this is Hydra Cap, so he's got other plans for it, right? But Rogue refuses. She says, no, this belongs to us, and I'm not going to give it to you. In fact, I'm going to make sure this never happens again, and I'm also going to restore Charles's dignity. And Captain America says, don't make this unpleasant, Rogue. And she says, oh, I won't, sugar. And she flies through the wall and flies away. And Human Torch flies after her. And she sheds a tear, but she throws a box in the air. And the torch lights it up. And they burn the brain. It no longer exists. Um, Rogue, of course, is sad. And there's a very beautiful page of her just kind of floating above the city as the sun breaks through the clouds. And it's about to start to rain again. And it's just a fantastic-looking page. Anyway, Cap um, helps the Red Skull kind of break out. Uh, Deadpool and Rogue have a moment, and they actually kind of make out after the team officially breaks up. And when they do kiss, um, Rogue can see some of his memories, and the memory they choose to show is from that Good, Bad, and Ugly um, series from Deadpool where uh, Cap and Wolverine helped him, right? try to rescue his, his family. Um, of course, that was a great, great story, great, great arc uh, that was drawn by Declan Shalvey. That was just fantastic. So um, it was cool that they referenced that memory. And of course, Logan and Cap are both in shadow, and they look really great. But yeah, so Deadpool and Rogue, maybe kind of a couple, but then Wonder Man, of course, who now resides inside Rogue, um, is like, I don't know about this. And, you know, to be continued. Um, but just a great issue. Um, Pepe Larraz, if I haven't said it before, and I may have, so if I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry, but his art just gets better and better and better, and he is just killing it on this book. Uh, one of my, one of my favorite books right now, I would say. Definitely my favorite Avengers book. Um, yeah, it's really good. The story was really interesting. It was funny. Um, you know, kind of the end of the story, so a little kind of anti-climax, but I think more than saying it's anti-climatic, it's just kind of, you know, kind of a little bit of downtime for our characters. Um, 
But I'm going to give Uncanny Avengers number 22 five out of six claws. All right, so next up, we have The Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number six. And this one's a little bit of a cheat, but we'll talk about why in a second. This is School Days, D-A-Z-E, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, uh, and, of course, both O's and the word school are the X-Men logo, the little X. And it's part one, written by Jerry Conway, art by Ryan Stegman, colors by Jesus Arbatov, and letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. Ryan Stegman and Sonia Obach do the cover, and it's a pretty cool cover. We have our Renew Your Vows spider family swinging on webs, and then behind them is Jean Grey a la 90s costume, you know, flying in her pink telekinesis. We have Professor X in his gold 90s hover chair, then we have 90s Cyclops shooting an optic blast. And then we have Wolverine front and center charging at the camera, so to speak. A little, a little bit of slobber coming out of his yelling mouth. It's a pretty great cover. I mean, of course, I love Ryan Stegman, but it's pretty awesome. So remember, this is like an alternate reality, right? Left over from Secret Wars. We're just kind of seeing... What would have happened if Mary Jane and Peter Parker had a kid and the kid had spider powers and, you know, went into the future, you know, we kind of progressed down that timeline. So this story, they encounter the X-Men and Magneto and his Brotherhood of Evil Mutants who are full of kind of familiar characters, kind of twist on characters. Anyway, they track down and kill Banshee by dropping a metal storage container on him. Um... And Magneto's like, we have to save the mutants. And so, they're having a birthday party for May. Um, excuse me. For May. No, I'm sorry. It's Annie. Annie in this story. May is the Spider-Woman timeline. My bad. I read it, I promise. <laughs> anyway, they're having a birthday party for Annie. And who shows up but Professor X and says, I'd like you all to come visit my school. And of course they do. And we see Wolverine with a redhead child. So in this future, in this timeline, uh, Wolverine gets the girl. Him and Jean get married. Ugh. But they do have a cute little redhead kid who's very adorable. So I guess that part's okay. Anyway, she and Annie take to each other immediately. And Jubilee is going to show them around campus while the adults talk. Now, part of Annie's spider sense is she also has like these brief premonitions. And she sees one of Spider-Man and Wolverine getting attacked. Wolverine kind of talks about, you know, mutants and the school and whatever. And Mary Jane's upset because Peter kind of thinks they should maybe let her go here. But she's like, no, we want to keep her home to have a normal life. And then um, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants show up. We find out Jubilee is their mole. Cyclops finds Mary Jane after she runs out and kind of explains to her that it's not all it's cracked up to be in this school and that it's just really a way for Professor X to police the mutants. You know, he is helping them, sure, but he's also helping the government kind of keep tabs. Um, Then, you know, the Brotherhood is going to attack everyone and they break in, they're going to steal Cerebro, and of course Peter Parker has a huge spider sense attack, 
and our heroes will will go fight them, and that'll be next issue. So not really our Wolverine, but I mean it's kind of just as much our Wolverine as Old Man Logan. And since I'm really enjoying this book, I decided to talk about it. <laughs> so bent the rules a little bit, but it's a nice little appearance. And of course, Ryan Stegman's art is fantastic. I love Ryan Stegman to death. Um, so glad. I mean, he's the main reason I buy this book. To be honest, I mean, I, I like. You know, kind of the spider family. Um, and Jerry Conway, while the writing may not be quite as good as the Secret Wars miniseries, it's still pretty fun, right? Pretty good. And so I'm going to give The Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number six. Um, you know what? I'm going to give it five out of six claws. It's a light five. It'd be a hearty four. It's a light five. But it's still five out of six claws for Amazing Spider-Man Renew your vows, number six. And I told you guys, rapid fire, this is going to do it. Very short, almost commercial-length episode. Um, next up, we'll talk about Secret Empire number zero. Assuming that, that Old Man Logan and or Wolverine are in the issue. I know they're part of the event. They may not necessarily be in the zero issue, but if they are, that'll be next. And I also... I've already recorded uh, a flashback episode with Cameron on Punisher War Journal, and uh, that'll also come out very soon. Um, it's almost done being edited, just, you know, with all the resurrection stuff, I just haven't got it out yet. And, you know, then we had the bonus episode with the Logan movie, which I was excited to finally get out. So, um, anyway, one of those two things will be next, and um, either way, I'm sure it'll be groovy. So... As usual, like the Facebook page. Twitter is at SnickCast. Show notes are on the website at Snick... There's no app, but SnickCast.Podbean.com. And, of course, we love you. So, until next time, everybody, hugs and snicks. Bye-bye. And snacked.